Previously on Finish It, Indiana Jones and the Cult of the Mummy's Crypt. Kwomp! Matt? Kwomp. A concrete boulder hits the street. Yeah, can I stop you for a second? Yeah. Is this a statue of a boulder? What is a concrete boulder? <laughs> this is gonna take forever. <laughs> I'm Matt Yule. Hey, I'm Chris Yule. Welcome to Finish It, the Completionist's Interactive Fiction Podcast Club. Every every page, every ending, every book, everyone in the world is a member of this club. It's the biggest club in the world. Yep, and most of the people don't even know it yet because they haven't listened to this podcast yeah. ever. Yeah, most people have never listened to this podcast. That's true. It's a bummer way to think about it, right? Uh, yeah. Although, pressure's off, right? Pressure's off. Most people aren't even going to hear this, Nobody has any idea that this is happening. It's nice. No biggie. Hey, but some Uh, people know. And hey, how are you guys doing? It's nice. It's nice to... It's nice that you're here. I'll tell you how they're doing. Okay. They're doing pumped because they get to hear another adventure with Indiana Jones couple more adventures that you and i had Hopefully. with indiana jones and the cult of the mummy's crypt yeah courtesy of rl stein yeah and his unstoppable brain <laughs> which is a book by rl stein <laughs> yeah. my unstoppable brain <laughs> the life and times of rl stein <laughs> do you get the impression that this is this book is largely reconstructed from a screenplay he had written and tried to pitch. I got that vibe from my read today. Should we do the yeah, retees? I think maybe he had like a little blind spot where he just never saw Indiana Jones. He didn't really know what the whole deal was, and he yeah. came up with this whole movie. Yeah. And then <laughs> when he pitched it, people were like, "Oh, it's a lot like uh, Indiana Jones, man." And he's like, "Oh, I haven't seen it." His greatest defeat. Yeah, that's so sad. Which is another R.L. Stein. Book, <laughs> my greatest defeat. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, let's do a little read tease to let people know what they're in for today. Okay, great. Read it, tease it, 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 read it, tease it. Oh, that warmed me up. Uh, it's a good. Um, I've got a read tease. In my read today, yes. I butt someone head first. No. And bonus read tease. Okay. I think I begin my journey. As a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Okay. <laughs> it's vague enough that I'm not 100% sure, but I think I do. Okay. Um, yeah, I got I got a two-parter retease. Also, I discover a vital palindrome. Ooh, I love a new palindrome. Is Was it new to you, this palindrome? Yeah. <gasps> and uh, uh, Mummy's Alive. I'm going to try and guess what the... Mummy's Alive. I'm going to try and guess what the palindrome is. Is it... Mummy mum? 
<laughs> uh, no. Because that would be a palindrome. Uh, <laughs> it, it's the mother of a mummy. It's a mummy mum. <laughs> mummy mum. <laughs> <laughs> Backwards, it's also a mummy mum. That's great. Y'all can have that palindrome for free. Yeah, we don't usually give them away. Nope. But you know what we do give away? <laughs> Segments. Oh, yeah, we That's give right. them away. I always got to have a little segment at the beginning of our adventure. Before we start, Matt, how's your? I need to ask, how's your cold? It's uh, it's receding, but still there. A little. Okay, that might have an impact on this. But here we go. You don't know the song, but that's okie dokie because. It's Surprise karaoke, Matt, where I make you do a karaoke song that you're not familiar with. Oh, right, yeah. You have a cold. Yeah, I think so the I did... cold is going to, it's at a stage where it'll help me with the Indiana Jones voice and not help a lot with karaoke, but that's not, I don't care. I, I did take really... that into consideration. Oh, thanks, okay. I was going to have you do the song Mr. Jones by <laughs> Counting Crows, Yeah, that's. but I knew that that would there. be frustrating because you would want to really wail it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would want to hit some of those high notes, and I didn't want to do that to you. Also, I'm pretty sure you know that song pretty well. Oh, yeah. So I figured out the perfect song to do. Perfect. You remember the beginning of Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom? I did. uh, uh, Yes. (laughs) When she sings Anything Goes. Mm -hmm, Yeah. But it's it's all in Mandarin, except for when she says Anything Goes. He's kind of a mean person. (laughs) But it's the perfect thing to do for... But you have a cold. So I decided, okay, you know what? I'm not going to get the best out of him. It's not really fair. So we're not doing that. We're doing something a little bit shorter. That's going to be a little bit easier because it's just, it's short. It's succinct. You can have some fun without wrecking your voice since it's the beginning of the episode. So here is a link for you. Okay. This is actually just the main, (laughs) this is actually just the main theme of Indiana Jones. Uh, And most people didn't know that it had lyrics. But apparently, thanks to this YouTuber, what's the what's the name there? <laughs> this is Stephen Boatwright. He has Stephen 892 Boatwright. subscribers. He's not done much. One of the other things that he did was he just switched the the music and visuals for the intro to Ted Lasso and Succession. Hmm. So he just traded their songs on their two intros. Oh, this is a different video. It, yeah, this is a different video. That's pretty funny. It's very good. But beyond that, this is, I think, his best contribution. So he's going to give you the lyrics. You do your best. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sing along. And f- if you could, for me, just yeah, let's do a three, two, one, and press play, okay? Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah, okay. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Indiana, Dr. Jones, Indiana, Indiana Jones, Indiana, Junior Jones, that's the dog's name, the dog's name, the dog's name. (laughs) Good job, you nailed it. And now everybody knows what to sing when they hear the Indiana Jones theme song. And you did a great job. I'm never going to be able to forget that. It's the dog's name, the dog's name. (laughs) 
It's a very good. It's a very good uh, bit of lyric. I didn't think about how work. that's never going to go away. That's always going to be in there. Stuck forever now. Wow. Well, yeah. well written. And you sounded Brutal. great. Thanks. You sounded thanks really good. Thanks, you could barely everybody. tell that you had a cold. Great, 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 great. And now we're all warmed up. I'm warmed up. You're definitely warmed up. I'm exhausted. There's a, there's a lot of sweat. <laughs> you can see over there. Hair's uh, falling so out. So I think it's time <laughs> to start our second. Is this only our second week? Yeah, you're right about that. And I was real excited to come back to this book because I, I read the first week. We're not Nothing not happened thrilling. the first week. So yeah. I was ready for some capital A adventure. Uh, would you like to do the first sentence? Yes, please. Cairo, Egypt, June 1934. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Okay. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. Watch out, kid. Watch out. Watch out, kid. Indiana Jones yells. Watch out, yeah. kid. You don't have to do the voice every time. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're in the middle of uh, Cairo, Egypt, and in the middle of an exciting summer vacation with our, I'm sorry, was it Cousin? We're, yeah, Indy is our cousin. Indy's our cousin. So that means his <laughs> one of our mommy or daddy is brother or sister with his mommy and daddy huh so like sean connery is our uncle mm. sean connery i feel like it's got to be on the maternal side what's her name anna yeah Anne or anna Something. yeah yeah it's got to be on that side i just we never heard about these characters in the movies he does have like two kids though doesn't he who indiana jones who knows yeah yeah nobody knows I think they should keep trying to make Indiana Jones movies, and every time it should be another kid that we find out that he has. He just has like seven kids. Yeah, and he never talks to them again. all over the world. <laughs> this feels right. Uh, yeah, here we are in Cairo. It's crazy and wonderful and exciting. Yeah, it's a thrilling vacation with our cousin Indy. Until Kahwamp. A concrete, concrete boulder narrowly misses squashing us. Shatters and somebody's like, "Oh, my concrete boulder creation!" <laughs> uh, and then another one lands. There's a tall dude on a tall building throwing concrete boulders at us. But I feel like, I mean, how many could he have, right? Yeah. Why? What? How? Who carted <laughs> all these concrete boulders to the top of a building? He's done too. Although we're in a strange land, we're unfamiliar. We don't know how many concrete boulders are on top of buildings. So. Yeah, we don't even know if this guy's mad at us. Maybe this is. Maybe this is regular. People, yeah, he might be like, welcome to Cairo. Yeah. Except we know that he's not because Indy tells us that somebody's trying to uh, send us a message and it's not welcome to Egypt. Well, I mean, he doesn't think it is, but I mean, maybe he doesn't know. That's true. He doesn't know that much. Yeah. So what are we going to do? We're going to try and get up on top of the roof and and confront this rock throwing man? Mm. Or are we going to duck into the building nearby? I'm I'm going to get on the roof. That's what I'm up to. Well, I uh, again enlisted the services of my child. Nice, nice. Uh, I didn't have to pay her anything. Oh, sweet. She did start to walk away halfway through, and I said, "Where are you going?" <laughs> and she said, "I'm bored." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, sit down. We got to finish it." And she said, "It's boring." And I said, "Who are you? Wow, what's happening right now? What's happened to our relationship?" <laughs> but it was a little bit boring. Oh. Uh. So what did she want to do? She wanted to duck into the building. She's oh. like, why would I climb a building yeah. to the top of a roof to fight a guy with giant boulders? Yeah, I can see that. She's pragmatic. Yeah. So should I go first? 
I have a pretty epic adventure today. Yes, let me allow me to go first. Okay. There's I, a lot happens. I did get a long read. And okay, I, I did too. So I mean, my... I could go first if you if no. you prefer. Oh, ouch. No, ouch. <laughs> I feel like that's part of why my child walked away because she was like <laughs> a lot of reading with not very many choices is what happened gotcha. to me. We run to the old wooden door. There's a sign above. It says something in Arabic. We can't read it. We go inside and it's a warehouse, some sort of warehouse. Lots of barrels. I, d- I discover they're filled with grain, wheat, and barley. Hey, whoa, I have a major grain s- moment in my story, too. Really? Grains is a thing? Mm-hmm. It's probably like the one thing that it said in the Encyclopedia Britannica about Cairo, Egypt. <laughs> said they have a lot of grain. I ask Indy, are we safe in here? And a strange voice behind us says, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> so that probably made me jump out of my pants. Yeah, you're probably pretty surprised. And it's another dude wearing black robe. Another oh, boy. dude, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got something in his hands, and Indy recognizes him. He, he says, Abdul, what an unpleasant surprise. Ouch. Uh, he'd heard that Abdul was mixed up in so, some sort of black magic cult. And Indy says, you ought to be embar- embarrassed. A scientist of your stature? Tisk tisk. Tisk tisk. Wow, is that a, a possible entry in a classic Indy bingo? Classic. Is that one of those classic Indiana Jones moves where he goes, tisk, tisk? I'm pretty sure. I mean, he does do the finger back and forth waggy thing a lot where he's like, Harrison Ford just does that. And he doesn't wag it. He puts it straight out and points it at you. Everybody sits down. No, he's like, he's like, I'm going to kill you because I'm going to kill you. So he comes forward and we see what he's carrying. It's a cobra. no. No, it's not a cobra, Matt. It's not? It's a two-headed cobra. That's unusual. What? <laughs> and I know what you're assuming. It's just a dead thing in yeah, his hands? Yeah, it's probably dead. No. Oh, no. It's terrifying, and Indy is terrified. His eyes are filled with fear. Snakes are the things that terrify Indiana Jones the most. Abdul knows that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Abdul is jabbing the two-headed cobra at Indy. And Indy's paralyzed. It's so. This is if we're getting out of here, it's up to me. Okay, but what can you do? I don't know. First of all, figure out how he, you can jab a snake at somebody. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times the snake doesn't cooperate. You jab your hand forward, <laughs> it head just kind of stays where it was. Yeah, and then now his head is like by your like elbow. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's a great place to bite a blood vein, chomp. Yep. Mm-hmm. I run forward. I push over one of the barrels filled with wheat, and it falls on Abdul's legs. He drops the cobra. Indy leaps away from the snake. (laughs) Abdul leaps onto Indy, punching him in the stomach with both hands. (laughs) It's a real clown show. Okay, RL, I'm so excited to have you directing this Indiana Jones film. What are we doing in this action sequence? All right, that guy needs to jump on Harrison and punch him in the stomach. Okay, wait, 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 wait. With both hands. All right, well, he's going to need to catch himself, I think, probably. No, 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 no. Just jump into a deep squat and punch him in the stomach with two hands at one time. (laughs) It hurts twice as much. (laughs) The cobra arches its heads and prepares to attack. Both heads bite into their victim at once. Screams ring out. Turn to page 106. Who's the victim, Matt? Who do you think it's going to be? You. (laughs) Holding his side in agony, Abdul stumbles away as the snake slithers down a hole. Uh So Abdul runs out of the warehouse yelling for help. Smart. Indy is still shaken and covered in wheat, but he tells me nice work and he, that he's almost glad that he brought me along, which is <laughs> That's about classic. as good as it gets, right? 
I give him his hat and we get out of here. We're going to the Cairo Museum to see if we can find out why Abdul and his pals don't want us around. That's great. It's great. But this is, I mean, it's already been a few pages until anything's happened. So we meet up with the curator of the Cairo Museum, Omar Salam. New character. I think he's going to be an important character. Here's, he's, a, here's uh, a question. What? Let's say on an adventure, I kind of end up in the same place you would. Should we stop and go back and do my adventure to that point? Uh, I mean, does that have anything to do with what's happening right now? Yeah, it's what happened. I, I uh, also got this It sounded this so hypothetical that I, yeah. I was confused I was why you were bringing so it up cool. right now. Yeah, let's go ahead and rewind. Backwards, backwards. I was going to say backwards, too, and I didn't. I don't know why. Why didn't you do it? Because it was too funny? I was like, yeah, stupid. No, I really don't know. I was going to do it, and I just didn't. Um... Yeah, let's back it up and let's see. Let's get caught up together. All right. So where were we? Uh, right at the beginning. So you ducked into a building. I'm climbing back up on the roof like uh, last time. Yeah. Hey, this is pretty exciting stuff. Is it? Yeah, because it's like we're all over the place with this. Reading. Oh, I thought you. Were, but what's about to happen was exciting. Yeah. Plus, um, with people not being able to tell whose voice is whose, this would be extra confusing. <laughs> 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 all right. So... Uh, I find stairs, and Indiana Jones and I are very excited. We take them up to the roof. It's exciting. And we get up there. There's the biggest man I've ever seen. He's seven feet tall. He's got black caftan billowing in, around him like a circus tent. He's got big muscles, and he's going to throw a concrete boulder at me. It's all cool. Really cool. Uh, this is a classic indie moment. We didn't talk to him. Well, maybe we did talk about it when he, he punches uh, the guy in the stomach and doesn't do nothing. Yes, that I think we did him. reference that that was yeah. a classic indie moment. We need to do a correction from something from last week. Remember we talked about it, and I don't remember what it was? Yeah, I know what it is, but I don't know if I have the corrections to jangle. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get we'll get to it. Don't worry, everybody, because we're fools, and we need oh, to. Oh, here it correct. is. We made a small mistake, God, so now we're issuing a correction. We feel bad for the dumb thing. There was just there was just a quick delay last week where we had to take a break for a few days to yeah. figure out technical things, and we forgot that we had both done the moment where we run to the edge and almost jump off. The classic and, indie and, bingo moment we decided on. We both did it, and I claimed a point for that classic indie bingo moment, but I I, I forfeit that point because. Well, I think even better, we case. both get that point. Even better, we both get a point. Okay, right, so I've correction made. Our document is correction made. Okay, that's the end of the correction segment. Up. We made a small mistake, so now we're issuing a correction. We feel bad for the dumb thing that we said. So here's our correction. Get it together. So where were we? Okay, so <laughs> punch in this giant man does nothing. When Indy does shove him over, he drops a boulder through the roof, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gives me a gun. Yeah, you the kid. And uh, I'm supposed to point it at this man. Hey, huh. quick question. Yeah, yeah. These books are all written where the main character is a kid, right? Yeah, that's right. I think but so. Like, but it's supposed to be second person, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, can we just pretend that we're it's us? Like grown-ups, like can't we just be grown-up cousins of Indiana Jones? And mom and dad want us to have a nice summer with them. <laughs> like, do I have to pretend I'm a kid the whole time? Can I just be me? 
Um, yeah, how about you pretend to be you as a grown-up? I'll pretend to be me as a kid, and we'll get the full effect the f- of, of how the story plays out for grown-ups and kids. The whole circle of life. I love it. Okay, yeah. go ahead. All right, so he's throwing a gun to a child. Or to me, a grown-up. And uh, <laughs> so a voice says, uh, he's not going to explain anything because we're trying to get some information out of this giant man. I hear three men all black robes and black scarves, and they have guns pointed at us. And we have the same idea, me and my cousin Indy, to escape. By the only route available, we're jumping off the roof. Nice. Uh, we run as fast as we can, and we get to the edge of the roof, and then we're like, mm, no, it's too far down. It's three floors. That's bad news. So then Indy uses the great big guy as a, a human shield, because they won't shoot their own guy. Yeah, why? that would be crazy. And then they shoot their own guy, and then oh. um, we can either fight or jump at this point. I think you're probably going to fight again. Um, yeah, I am going to fight again. Is there something else to do that you didn't do last time? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Okay, I guess so. <laughs> hey, hang in there. Right, because you I know to. this is getting boring. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk Don't away. Where are we going? So anyway, so the guys with guns are only a few feet away for whatever reason they came over to us. And then he grabs one guy's scarf and spins him around, and he bumps into another guy, and they fall down. And then I pick up Classic. the gun, but the other guy kicks it away. And then Andy... Um, Struggles with that guy to get that guy's gun, and they roll over and over to the edge of the roof. And I'm like, look out, you're going to fall off the roof. Something just occurred to me. What was that? Maybe my kid said it was boring because of how I was presenting it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And there's no reason that that just occurred to me. Don't read into that. Just continue. Jeez. (laughs) But then uh, everybody freezes because now the Cairo police guards are here. And so I can either try to escape from them or explain our situation. I explained the situation last time. It got us deported. Oh, right, right. Okay, so this is the choice point. I'm off to page 31 as we so you're not, escape. You're, you're not, you're just, you're bolting. Yeah, we're you're just not running. Explaining. Okay, so I we go you. ahead and throw ourselves off the roof. Uh, but we blew it and uh, we went, we didn't jump far enough to get to the roof of the next building. So now oh. we're falling five stories to the street below. No. Um, You'll be the next concrete boulder. But the <laughs> good news is, uh, yeah, we're like, oh, now I know what a concrete boulder feels like. And then we expire <laughs> on the street. Uh, we land in an ox cart filled with wheat. Oh, that's so classic. And here's that's a, yeah, very here's a solid classic. classic. It continues in a very classic Andy moment way, not with Indiana Jones, so it doesn't count for the bingo. But okay. uh, the farmer who's uh, driving the cart uh, yells at his ox to speed up because he's like, why does ox slow down just now? Because the cart got heavier because we're in it. And he's like oh. confused. Like, remember that librarian in Crusade? Yeah. He stamps the thing and it's really loud. He's like, Ooh. Yeah, that's good. I like that moment. Yeah. So, anyway, so we take, uh, ride this cart all the way through Cairo. And then when we get to, we're passing the Cairo Museum, we climb out and Indy says, We'll get out here, driver. And he's so surprised. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, funny. It's pretty funny. He's not actually telling him. He's just, he's being cheeky. Yeah, he's being pretty cheeky. I got it. Okay. And the guy's surprised because he's like, oh, I don't know what that person's saying. And I don't know where he came from. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so then and he says, well, we've reached our destination as we start to climb up to the museum. And he says, that was easy, wasn't it? And then the next sentence says, why are you in Cairo? <laughs> it's not Whoa, who says that? R.L. Stein. <laughs> it's not in quotes. Ky- he just says, why are you in Cairo? He says, why are I, maybe it's like, why are you in Cairo? Why, why are, are you, you in, in Cairo? Cairo? I feel like that was a note for himself that <laughs> he never, he, he forgot to take out. The editor got to that it. part and was like, 
Yeah, why are we in Cairo? <laughs> what are we doing here? And then they walked away to see if they could play video games or something instead. <laughs> uh, and then I turn up on page 87. I'm meeting uh, the curator of the Cairo Museum. Fantastic. Omar Salam. Dr. Omar Salam, in fact. That's not how he introduces himself. No, no, he's like a chill dude, but we find out he's doctor in the next paragraph. So He's an old, old friend of Marcus Brody from the... Uh, Marcus and, Brody is from the National Museum. Yes. And he asks if we've been visiting their farms, and he's puzzled, but I realize it's because we've got... I mean, he's got wheat on him, and you have wheat on you, wheat, too, so yeah. it works for both of yeah, us. pretty smart. Well Arnold done, Stein, Mr. Stein. man. I feel like I'm in good hands. And his, he says, no, uh, we took a shortcut here. That's brilliant. I mean, it might be a little generous, but I do it's like Awfully it. generous, man. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know why we're here. But before Indy can start, the office door bursts open. And we've got a new character. Perhaps a romantic interest. It is Marla Evans. Evans Salam's assistant. She's an American as well. She's from Cincinnati. <laughs> she says which, as much. She says, I'm from Cincinnati. And what does Jones say? How exciting for you, he, he <laughs> says sarcastically. That's very good. Ouch. Really, really rude. Really, really rude. Yeah. To somebody you just met. <laughs> um, but we're here on urgent business. So here's the deal. We're here because two mummies were recently stolen from the National Museum, which... Okay, we got that's a real mixed bag there. (laughs) Yeah, but we can't get into that because there's a loud crash. Yeah. Before we can parse that. (laughs) Salam rushes to the door and opens it. A servant's outside and they they drop some stuff. And it's like, oh, it's uh, it's no big deal. But then Indy's like, was he just eavesdropping? And Salam's like, no, 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 I trust him. Anyways, back to the deal. (laughs) <laughs> Two stolen mummies brought here to Egypt. We don't know why or by whom. <laughs> so we know very little. And Salam asks why we're here, us young people, or I'm old. He's like, yeah, why maybe is this he's kid with, with, you? The old, with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about this choice piece of this meat? This handsome young man. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my. Oh. oh, oh. I'm old enough to be your uh, much older cousin. <laughs> Marla sneezes. Oh, yeah, I'm just here for the summer. It's not a big deal. We move on past that. Marla sneezes. Indy offers his filthy handkerchief. And yeah. she's like, ew. Which yeah. is good. It's pretty classic. But is it? I've never seen I'm, that happen I mean, in the movie. It's like, it, it's got vibes of... Um, Doom? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's the kind of character we're looking at here. He thinks he can help us with the mummies, though. I, he thinks uh, we need to know about the cult of Ramar. Oh, Ramar? Cult, the cult of Ramar. How do you spell that? And then I, in my head, I was like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'm more interested in the cult of the mummy's crypt. Oh, yeah, maybe. We don't but know about the that same yet. Thing. How do you Ramar, spell Ramar? Ramar is spelled R-H-A-M-A-H-R. Oh. What? Oh. Palindrome. Yeah, that's the palindrome. We both discovered it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Does it count if it's, I don't know if that's a real name or anything. Yeah, that's right. And he asks in surprise. He knows about the cult. He's like, the cult of Ramar? Uh, he thought it died out centuries ago, but it's been revived. And it's the people running around in the black robes. They believe they can bring mummies back to life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Are you okay? Yeah. Your eyes look completely unfocused. They're fine. 
<laughs> looked like Chihuahua eyes for a second. Um, he said he, he starts to tell us more, but he never can't because a bomb explodes under his desk. Yeah, bad news. We get knocked out of our, of our chair. chair. It's the carpet. Everything goes dark. He's got concussed. Salam looks messed up. Indy and Marla are struggling. We hear footsteps though outside. People running away outside the office door. Yeah. So should we chase after them? Or should we see if we can help Salam because he does not look good? We have to decide quickly. But first, I think we should take a quiz. Okay, we can take a quiz. Yes, I love it when we take a quiz. It's the game we play in the middle of the show. It's episode of the Indiana Jones Chronicles. We'll give you some goosebumps by Arlstein. Whoa, episode of... Oh my lord. <laughs> episode of Indiana Jones. Yeah, episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles or Give Yourselves Goosebumps by Earl Stein. And uh, uh, this is sent to us by a super duper user, uh, Adam, aka No I and Heim, or Heim, rather. Or uh, he said um, on, what's that, on Discord, he is Beige Star the Dull Wizard or a oh, bunch of wow. other names because he's okay. trying to. Hide his complete us. concrete odds. I got you. I got you. He's <laughs> juicing the odds. But he sent on um, this great quiz, uh, and I only the, there's 20 questions in there, so I only did the first 10. So oh, you wow. can also okay. use it if you want to. Ooh. And it's not really episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles because what they did, I remember them doing this. They took in some cases a couple of episodes or expanded on an episode um, to make like movie length things. That they would play oh. like family movie on some TV shows and they released them on VHS like that. I remember that. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Cause we've not done like an episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles because the titles are all like date, place, whatever. It's just not, it wouldn't yeah, be. Yeah. There's nothing hard. fun there. Yeah. But they gave them titles for these movie versions. Mm. Um, so, really smart idea. So, thank you, Adam. Um, but they weren't Indiana, Young Indiana Jones and the. No, no, like no. No, it was, it was just like Cairo, nineteen thirty-four, or whatever. But no, no, I mean the ones that you're about to quiz me on. Oh no, you're gonna have a real tricky time with this one. Okay, versus so it's either one of those or it's or a goosebumps? give yourself goosebumps give by yourself Earl goosebumps. Stein, who wrote this book, because which you know because we've been saying that this whole time. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna overthink this. I'm gonna trust my instincts. Yeah, you got it inside. You ready? Mm-hmm. Secret agent grandma. That's Earl Stein. Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The perils of Cupid. That's uh, Indiana Jones, Young Indiana Jones. Yeah, you're right. Matters of the heart weigh heavily on Young Indiana Jones as his family's around-the-world trip takes him to some of the most romantic cities of Europe. We uh, should watch this show. He becomes smitten with Prince... Nope, we, you'll find out in a minute. He becomes smitten <laughs> okay. with Princess Sophie, daughter of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, uh, but he, his flustered efforts to hang out with her almost get the Jones family in a diplomatic incident. So he seeks advice from the esteemed members of the world's first ever psychoanalytic conference, uh, Sigmund Freud, Carl Jung, and Alfred Adler. Uh, but their words are a little help to a love-struck nine-year-old. This sounds awful. It's nine. It sounds really bad. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, and then in the and then they go to Florence, and uh, his mom is getting unwelcome lessons from Giacomo Puccini, the opera composer. He's trying what? to sweep her off, his, off her feet. Ugh. That's why I want to watch it, though. I want to learn more about the mom character, but I feel like that would probably be disappointing. Yeah, I think so. But we should probably start watching it. Okay. Uh, okay, good Good job so far. The creepy creations of Professor Shock. Uh, it's got to be Goosebumps, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay, good. The Curse of the Creeping Coffin. That's a Goosebumps. Demons of Deception. Indiana Jones. 
Yeah, you got that one too. Uh, it's when he's a motorcycle courier in France during World War One, and then he gets a break. He goes to Paris, and he he and his friend are looking for girls, and that's when he meets Matahari. Oh, so is this like a Forrest Gump show? Yeah. Well, so they also had like documentaries that were accompanying them. I think like it was supposed oh, to be like you like watch the, the show and you learn about historical characters. Yeah, yeah. Attack of the Hawkmen. Say that again. Attack of the Hawkmen. Hawkmen. Like One the bird and the, the guys. Group of people, men. One word or two words. One word. Hawkmen. Attack really makes me think R.L. Stein, but they could be getting real wacky on that Indiana Jones show. Attack? Because Hawkman doesn't sound wacky enough for R.L. Stein. I'm going to go Goosebumps. Yes, you blew yes. it. It's Indiana no, Jones. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. I don't know, write down everything that happened, but he does get shot down by the Red Baron in that one. Oh, man. Deep in the jungle of doom. Who cares? <laughs> I already blew it. It's probably Indiana Jones. It, uh, no, that was uh, R.L. Stein. Who cares? <laughs> Phantom Train of Doom. Phantom Train of Doom is uh, R.L. Stein, probably. Yeah, you got that one right. Daredevils of the Desert. <sighs> That's Indiana Jones. Yeah, you nailed it. It's Indiana Jones. It's the 15th of these films. No, oh, it's the 15th one. Did you know that Lawrence of Arabia is in it? Do you know that Catherine Zeta-Jones plays a lady named Maya, and she's a double agent, and she does a belly dance? Does she do a belly dance? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, uh, this no eye in him is, is crushing it with this very good quiz. It's just mm. a tricky one. You should feel good about that you're doing pretty good. You I just got great. the one wrong. I feel great. Last one. Ready? Yeah. The Knight in Screaming Armor. <laughs> yeah, give yourself goosebumps. I love that one. Yeah, it's such a good one. Hey, that's a great quiz. Thank you, Adam. Uh, you did good, but you blew it, so it doesn't even matter. I did, right? Oh, man, it's all it's pass-fail with uh, with our quizzes. Absolutely pass-fail. Okay, right, well, that we was then? a very good quiz. Thank you very much for sending that in. We are learning about the cult of Ramar. Oh, no, no. We're way past There's that. There's been the bomb a, a desk bombing. And we can either chase after who we might think are the culprits down the hallway, or we can check on Omar Salam. My Dr. child. Dr. Omar Salam. My child wanted to check on the great Dr. Omar Salam because she was worried about him. Nice. Because she was like, what's a bomb? And I was like, oof. It's going to be a long <laughs> <What>? afternoon. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I also was concerned about uh, Dr. Salam. So we're going to the same place. Fantastic. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Uh, so we run over. He's badly injured. His head is bleeding. He's already lost a lot of blood. Uh, yeah. Indy, Indy picks him up and holds him is trying to help him out. And Salam is is just croak, croaking out his final words. I don't know if they're actually his final words, but he says, the papyrus, go, the mummy room, the papyrus. <laughs> and Indy asks, what papyrus? What about a papyrus? <laughs> I would have asked about the mummy room. What's a mummy room? <laughs> yeah. He's been in enough museums to know that there's gonna be a mummy room. Um, it's very. <laughs> uh, and he, his eyes roll back in his head because I guess he's like, Ugh, I can't believe Indy doesn't know this. <laughs> but in fact, he is dead. Right, he's dead. This is horrible. Marla says horrible. It's horrible. Marla. Horrible. Which is yeah. way worse than horrible. Yeah. And the Indiana Jones runs away. <laughs> yeah, running from the office, and she says, "Where are you going?" And he says, "To the mummy room." Which is awesome. Yeah. So uh, then R.L. Stein says, quick, run to the mummy room. 
So that's going to be on page. Yeah, I dropped the book and I ran. I was like, Stein. <laughs> he got you again, huh? We get a little lost on the way to the mummy room, but we finally we arrive at the mummy room and we burst into the mummy room and there's four men in black robes standing in front of the mummy cases. Yeah, I got kind of excited. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, including that guy who dropped the stuff outside the door who was totally eavesdropping. Yes, definitely eavesdropping. I got kind of pumped about this because they described the Cairo Museum as like a maze of corridors. And I was like, oh, I like the idea of like a whole adventure taking place in like a massive museum. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that is fun. So we find them in all their robes and (laughs) there's a smashed display case and one of them holds a papyrus, which has just been taken from the case, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> Indy cries, oh no, I think we're too late. But why does Indy look so terrified, Matt? Probably super scared of paper. Probably. The servant uh, guy chants in the robe. He chants reading from the little papyrus, I'm assuming. And then he stops and he looks at the mummy cases. And slowly the mummies raise their arms and then slowly agonizingly step forward out of their cases. The mummies are walking now. Mummy's alive. Mummy's alive. Like mummy's in a horror movie, you think? Like mummy's in a horror movie, exclamation point, you think? (laughs) But this is no movie. This is actually happening before you're startled, yes. (laughs) That's what it says, right? Yeah, it absolutely is. Right before you're startled, yes. It's because your brain was like, like mummy's in a horror movie, and in a startled voice he said, yes. (laughs) That must be what it is. Uh, The servant, the black-robed guy, calls out a command, and the mummies turn and start to walk towards us. The heads are rolling around on their necks. They have no eyes, but they're moving toward us. It says as if by instinct, but it's because the guy just told them to. We know that. It's not instinct. That doesn't make any sense. I guess they Uh, just don't need eyes. But they don't need anything. They're just being told. The guy pointed, right? Yeah, but they don't have eyes. How does pointing help? They just can tell. Like by instinct. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> so Indy's fingering his bullwhip um, And we're suggesting maybe we should just get out of here And we have to decide Do we fight the ancient mummies or run? <laughs> what did you do? Well, my child oh, right. said They can't even see Right And they're slow And yeah. they're all dusty and bandaged So she's going to fight them Because it sounds easy Oh, wow Yeah This so is her, first, ex- this is her first experience with mummies I also chose to fight the Battle of the Ancient Mummies. We're both battling the mummies? Yeah, of course. Huh, okay. I wish you did something else. Just saying it'd be cooler if you did something else. I didn't, though. Their stench is bad. Yeah, it smells bad. Even after all this time, they're circling around us. He whips the chest of one of the mummies. It does nothing. Indiana Jones, very ineffectual in this in this book. Crack, crack, <laughs> whip again, whip again. Uh, but then a mummy reaches forward and swats the whip right out of Indy's hand, or swaps the whip away. Do you think that means out of his hand or just away? <laughs> I don't know. So he drops the whip. That's bad news. <laughs> and he, Indy says, these guys are I mean, strong. Not, really. not doing anything. Uh, we're backing away from them, but there's not much room to back up. But then suddenly a display case on the far wall moves. It's a hidden door. It opens up. Marla Evans steps into the room. Will she be able to save you? I don't know. Who, it's like every page has a little uh, cliffhanger teaser like that. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess you kind of have to build that in, right? Because when you're writing a normal book, the page ends, and it's probably like halfway through a sentence or something, right? So you got you got the readers on the hook. 
But in these books, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the sentence and the thought finishes, and then they have to choose to go to a whole other page. So he's really te- has to tee it up for us. I get that. I mean, I guess Marla <laughs> is super surprised to see people here <laughs> and about the ancient Why is mummies. She so surprised. Wait. Well, because she didn't think we'd be here, and there's ancient mummies. And okay. then there's a hand goes around her mouth. It's one of the black-robed men. Okay, she screams, and then a hand covers her mouth. And then, Well, who's to say which happens first? This book says she utters a scream, and it's cut it's short. It's all semantics, hand. I think, really. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, but she does manage to cry out. The papyrus grab it before she's being pulled away by these oh. men. The doorway she came through is very close to us we could run through it or we could pick up the try to get the papyrus first and then run through it Mm. finn now realize my daughter now realizing that mummies are more dangerous than they seem yeah decided it would be best to just run for the doorway the secret doorway i mean that is exciting yeah um i chose to pick up the papyrus fantastic we're gonna do different things yeah, we're going to do different things. You want me, to do different things first? Or you want yep. me to do different things first? Let me tell you about my different thing first. Okay. It's really exciting. Uh, a mummy tries to grab me and falls. Booyah. And uh, so now I'm all, on all fours crawling towards the door. Indy's right behind me. But then a black robed man stands in my way. So I leap, no. to my, I leap to my feet and butt him in the stomach with my head. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> butt him, butt with, him in the stomach with your head. <laughs> Just come on, you guys. <laughs> so we get with these books, probably once we're done reading all of these books, we should be able to pinpoint the, at least the exact year that where the phrase headbutt became a thing. Yeah, people started saying headbutt instead of saying butt someone with butt, butt your someone with head. head. Fascinating <laughs> that him and Edward Packard both said that. Uh, he, f- <gasps> are they the same person? Has anyone ever seen Edward Packard and Arnold Stein in the same place at the same time? Yeah. Oh, okay. He falls backward with a loud oof. I run through the secret uh, doorway into a dark tunnel. I turn to see if Indy's behind me. I hear Marla scream. Indy's not with me. The door slams shut behind me. Oh, I'm alone in the dark no. tunnel, and there's a snarling sound behind me. What? <laughs> yeah. I turn, Matt. My eyes adjust to the darkness. I can't get the door to open. I hear the snarling again. I turn and I face a six foot tall rat. (laughs) A six foot tall Hmm. rat. I can only assume it's standing on its back two legs. I mean, one would hope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. The biggest rat I ever seen, six <laughs> foot at the shoulder if an inch left. Uh so it doesn't spell it out here, but this could be Splinter, right? I I mean there's no way Splinter was six feet tall. Uh, that's a pretty good point. He's a short dude. Maybe but young, I mean you're a kid, younger, you might maybe? be startled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a kid. That's a good point. The rat bears his fangs, opens his drooling mouth, and moves forward to attack me. Everything goes black. Uh-oh. Turn to page 110. What is going to happen to me, Matt? How can I it get worse? I black out. I slowly start to come to. I look up. I see Indy. I see Marla Evans. Um, I look around. I, I, I'm in Dr. Salam's office. I say the explosion. I say, Dr. Salam, dead. The mummy's walking toward us. And he says to take it easy. Dr. Salam's right here. He's fine. What? He t- explains there was a loud noise in the hall, and I fell out of my chair. 
What? Because it frightened me, and I hit my head. It was like, <laughs> you fell on your chair. Crack! Hit your head. Crack! Would Crack! You, would you like to do your fun fact now, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of okay, course. that'd be great. Go. Here it is. Y'all know what time it is. That's right. It's time for Indiana Bad Man. Funky Dory. Yeah, he wasn't a great guy. Everybody knows about some of the worst stuff. There's some uh, smaller things he did that was that were pretty bad. And did you know he ruined Amelia Earhart's record-breaking flight? Oh, what did he do? I'll tell you what he did. As seen in Indiana Jones and the Shrine of the Sea Devil number four, this is a comic book. Okay. Uh, he and Amelia are old friends, right? So she's on her trip across the... Well, let me see. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, the, she was going to be the first woman to cross the Atlantic solo in an airplane. Boss. Oh, no. Maybe it's the one where she flies from Hawaii to the U.S. solo. Yes, that's the one. So Indiana Jones is finding the sea devil, which is like a Kraken thing. Um, and they stuck on alone on a sinking ship. And then a plane flies overhead. And uh, so he lassos it with his... Uh, rope. What? You can't lasso a plane he flying can do overhead. It. And then he climbs up onto the plane. And then um it turns out it's Amelia Earhart. And then um and then um so then they're flying and then she drops him off on a near ship and then he doesn't tell anybody about it. So then nobody knows that she didn't really fly it solo. But um we know now that he ruined that for her. And he absolutely ruined it. Yeah, because he's not a very good guy. Man, just the worst, Indy. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to fly solo. Yeah. Can't just lasso somebody's plane. Yeah, plus it's like you got to manage your fuel and stuff for the how much weight is on the plane. You can't just throw a guy on there. Just blew it. He just doesn't even care. Anyway, doesn't care thanks, everybody. That was a great time. Thank you, Matt. Back to my read. Dr. Salam's fine. The office is fine. I just fell out of my chair and hit my head. I've been out for 10 minutes. And I say, but the mummies walked. And Indy tells me I must have been dreaming. They've all been waiting for me to wake up. And Marla's all like, look, I've been waiting for an excuse to go home back to Cincinnati. I'll take him back to his parents. <laughs> You'll be fine. It's okay. You'll be fine. Dr. Fine. Swan was like, hey, what? <laughs> yeah. you, just, you have to have an ex- Are you coming back? Uh, I mean, like, notice would be nice. Like, a two-week. It's for the health of the boy. Mm-hmm. Fine. Of course you'll be fine. But meanwhile, you'll miss out on the adventure of your life. Unless you close the book and begin again. Uh, the end. Make me not want to read this anymore. Makes me not want to read another single word. Makes me want to throw it in the toilet. read it again. So I'm hoping your ending will change how I feel about it. Because it was all a dream is not a very satisfying ending. I will say it was all a dream for you. It's just not in the way you think. And it's pretty tragic. But we'll find out in a minute. Okay. So I'm picking up that papyrus that the person has just dropped. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Oh, thank you. Um, is this the right page? Only you can answer that, man. Yeah, okay. So a mummy grabs Indy around the waist, which is cute, and starts to squeeze, which is not great. And Mm-mm. Indy's face turns red and his eyes bulge out. Oof. Uh And then a mummy gets in front of me. His head falls off. Oh. And he tries to grab me. Uh, but I duck under his moldy arms. And I uh, see the papyrus on the floor. So I go ahead and grab it because Marla said to do it. Uh Oh, I'm almost about to grab it, and then a guy in robes kicks it out of my reach. And I'm like, dang. This is like in, in, in Indiana Jones movies. Dang, okay. Pretty good. Um, 
and then uh, here comes a mummy falls on my back. Uh-oh. And I feel like I'm being smothered by the 4,000... <laughs> the... <laughs> you feel as if you're being smothered by the 4,000-year-old stench. Oh, no. Why the 4,000-year-old Just to really stench? emphasize it, I think. I guess so. I managed to roll out from under that, that mummy guy, and I see Indy's still fighting with this other mummy. Uh, I reach for the papyrus, and I grab it. Uh, the guy tries to grab away from me, but I've got it. I got it. I scream, and I hold it above my head. But what will having the papyrus in my possession mean? Will it really help me? Mm. Let's turn the page and find out. The Maybe, page 29. Can you command the mummies? That'd I hold cool. it above my head. Everyone in the room freezes. The mummies stop at the tracks and turn oh, toward me. Yes. And he breaks free of the mummy he was fighting. And the mummy doesn't try to grab him again. And all the guys in black robes come at me. And Marla's like, hold on to that papyrus. Because whoever has it is master of the mummies. <gasps> Master of the mummies. So I'm running away from the, the men in robes and I'm holding on to the papyrus and I trip over a mummy case and I'm falling and I'm like, should I hang on to it or should I throw it to Indy? Oh, I think you should hang on to it. Indy has not been doing well this this uh, this book so far. Yeah, but if he catches it, it's going to be cool. It would so be I throw cool. it to Indy. Dang, okay. He fumbles it, but then grabs it tightly. All the mummies turn to face him. He studies the writing on it. Can you read it? Yes. Of course. He calls out a command. The mummies turn and begin to go after the guys in the robes. Oh, yes. And he says, hey, this really works. And then while he's acting <laughs> so pleased with himself, a man in a robe grabs the papyrus from him. That's pretty classic, Andy, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then he commands the mummies, and they start fighting us again. No. And then Indy grabs the papyrus back. Yes. And tells the mummies um, to do something. Uh, but And then they burst into flames. Oh, no. And then, no, no, everyone in the room cries, except maybe probably not Indiana Jones, I would think. Oh, boy. Just maybe, I mean, but maybe he didn't know. Oh, okay. One of the cult members cries in horror, our ancestors are dying. The secret of Ramar shall die with them. So he snatches the papyrus and throws it into the, onto one of the burning mummies, and it burns up. And then the cult members run away. We're too busy staring at the burning mummies to paying any attention to them. <laughs> Whoa. And Indy says, Oh, you know, those two mummies that were stolen were among these these ones we were fighting. What? Uh we have seen a miracle here today, but we paid a high price. I guess this is the end of the cult of Ramar. Whoa. Without the papyrus, I don't expect anyone will try to bring mummies back to life. Yeah. So I agree that's a terrible tragedy, but what a story I've got to tell the kids back home. Think they'll believe you? The end. Huh. It's not bad. It's a good thing that I decided to be a kid and you decided to be the grown-up because you were really pumped to go home and tell <laughs> I can't wait to story. tell the kids back home. I mean, I guess it's kind of cute. Yeah. The kids on the block, the guy. I have I have a cool cousin. So a couple things. Um, the way I'm choosing to interpret it is that part where you woke up and out of your little unconsciousness and everybody was like, hey, it's okay. We're going to take you home. Yeah. That's the last frantic dreaming of your brain as you're swallowed <laughs> by a giant rat. <laughs> But it could also be that my ending is your last dream and you just don't wake up from it. <laughs> no, I think you're probably right. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. a rat dream. Yeah, that's not great. Huh. <laughs> so you kind of s- solved the case a little bit. Uh, Yeah, so we definitely uh, we lost the mummies. Sure. I had to set them on fire with magic. Yeah. I had to fight them. Uh, yeah. We definitely ruined them. I don't think you lost the mummies. I think you stopped the mummies. Yeah, but they're you know we're not bringing mummies back with us. Yeah, well, is, you probably shouldn't have done that to begin with. Yeah, that's true. Um, hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay, well let's let's make a little decision here, huh? Okay, yeah. One will win and one will lose. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one who has 
lost and who has won? Who will have the winning lead? Are you Team Chris or Armand's team? Who will the big winner be? Listen now and you will see. Okay, I <laughs> had a, I got to go back home. Well, you probably hey, you got an ending where it was all a dream, which is kind of funny. Well, I commanded mummies a yeah, little. Did I command mummies? You, uh, only they looked at me. That counts. Yeah, that counts. Okay, you win this one. Enjoy it while it lasts, because I'm catching up, buddy. Ouch. Okay, I'm gonna rip your head off. <laughs> Good. I like that. I like that fire. <laughs> Congratulations. Speaking of that fire, well, who do you think won bingo? We'll play a bingo jangle and figure it out. Yes. Is there a bingo jingle? Yeah. yeah. Whoever does the most classic indie thing wins it. That's all the rules you need to play. Classic indie bingo. <laughs> classic indie. Dang. I think. What's your best classic most, indie moment? My best classic indie moment was seeing hmm. a six foot rat. But indie didn't. See oh, he's but indie's seen so many six foot rats. Oh, but wait. <laughs> it could be something that happens to indie or his cousin, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. I take it back. That's not an indie moment. I'm gonna say mine. <laughs> It's not great, but I'm going to try to honestly think what's my most indie moment. I think it was just Indy getting scared of the snake, <sighs> which isn't exciting, but it's very I indie. thought I had a good one. So mine was when he is controlling the mummies, and he was like, I can't believe this is working, and then the guy snatched the papyrus away from him. That's really so pleased good. With himself. It's really good. But it doesn't it doesn't beat Indy being afraid of snakes. So that's the most classic indie thing. Yeah, it's kind of cheap, but I can only use it this one time. I like how he uh, upped the stakes and gave the snake two heads. Yeah. <laughs> Up the snakes. People have seen this before. Talk about Not this. Talk about two heads. raising the snakes. <laughs> the snakes have never been higher. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is at snake. <laughs> huh. I'm going to snake my claim. Nope. Wheels are coming off. <laughs> yeah. So wait, do I get that one? Yeah, I'm giving that one to you. Though. Yes! It was very classic. Point for me. Now, the last way that we can find a point is doing Jones v. Jones, right? Yeah, that's right. We You got a line for us? Oh, right. That's my job to find a line. Yeah. I'll do it real quick. Incredible. Wait, was the one where he's holding up the thing? Huh? Where, what was the one where he's holding up the papyrus? Uh, I'll see if I find it. Hey, this really works. Yeah, I think that's a good one. <laughs> it's very indie. Uh, okay, I'll go first, okay? Yeah. Hey, this really works. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't great. I was, I did, I just tried to do it without overthinking it, and I did. I think I, you know what I did? I think I under, I underthought it. Underthunk it. It was a classic underthink. Hey, this. Hey, this really works. <clears throat> hey, this really works. Nope. This is nope. We're just trying to be normal. I was yeah. I was trying. I was thinking about hey, hey, hey this really works. I don't know. Does what, he only talk he really quiet excited. or really loud? Yeah, I think he's either yelling or grumbling. <sighs> it makes it hard, doesn't it? Okay, well, hey, not hey, great. Kid, this really, hey, this really works. Hey, this really works. If anybody wants to um, submit your Indiana Jones impressions, yeah, please do. We'd love to hear them. On the Twitter or the Discord. I feel like we could learn more from listening to people's impressions than from listening to him. It might help. Yeah, it might help, definitely. Okay, that wasn't great. But let's uh, stop torturing <laughs> the people and start thanking <laughs> the people uh, with the good old-fashioned Compliant Concrete. 
please our compliments you see and concrete are constructive criticism I have one without the other why that be no fun no fun sure it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit but would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments it's complies and concrete that's yes guess what this is complies and concrete yes guys. and complies are compliments because you're constructive criticisms and if you want one of these man you can follow us on a social media platform or you could leave a review on a place where people review uh, podcasts or you can leave a comment somewhere where we do things like a youtube or an instagram although we don't do stuff there a lot but we still will look uh and then or or you can jump in our discord and that probably just counts by itself and then guess what then you might get a complete concrete so let's find out with a random number who gets a complete concrete today Woo! It's at Trivial Hannah. Whoa, at Trivial Hannah. At Trivial Hannah. Thank you for um, listening at Trivial Hannah. Uh, now we're going to do a complete concrete for you. Um, and this time around, because of this book, it's Indiana Jones quotes, and we will translate them into complete and concrete. Yes. For you. We're really good at this. Let's roll this 10 sided guy to see what the complete will be. Oops. And the answer is but in the Latin alphabet, Jehovah begins with an I. Oh, yeah, that's a good quote. Yeah. You know, I think you are intelligent. You know a lot of things. You know what I mean? For whatever And not reason. just things, but helpful things. Yes. Things that are useful in a moment. Yeah. Just like stuff sticks around in your brain. Yeah. You hang on to a lot of stuff, and you're great about being able to access it in little moments where it might be helpful. And that's actually really rad. You should enjoy that. You should go on to like Jeopardy!, or a Slumdog Millionaire show, that one. You think you should be the Slumdog Millionaire? Yeah, they should be the Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Uh, oh, I see. That's the name of the show. You think, think you so. should be a Slumdog Millionaire. That, that's what I think you I couldn't remember the name of the show. That's not a problem. So embrace it. It's, yeah, that's great. It's good to know stuff. It's good to be able to pull it out. Good for you. All right, now let's see what the bit of constructive criticism is for tonight. It applies to everybody. Specifically. Uh, nothing surprises me. I'm a scientist. What's that? That's a quote from Indiana Jones. Is it what's her name from? No, it's Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones says it? Huh? What kind of scientist is he? Like of uh, archaeology. Yeah, but not like, that's not like a scientist though. It's a science. Yeah, it, he it, does it. You're not like mixing chemicals and test tubes though. Yeah, he does probably. You're like digging stuff. That's not scientist work. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he says nothing surprises me. I'm a scientist, and it's constructive criticism. Nothing surprises too. me. I'm a scientist. Okay, may you know a lot of stuff, but be careful sometimes that you don't assume you know all the stuff, right? Like we can always learn new things, and you gotta always be open to new ideas. So just make sure you're keeping that powerful, powerful brain open and receptive. That's my one. That's my takeaway for you. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Thank you. Repeat what I said. <laughs> <laughs> big, I think, big brain. I was trying to find out when he said that quote. It's okay. Don't worry about it. 
because we're at the end of the road of this podcast. That's true. This episode's journey has come to an end, but next episode's journey is just beginning next week. So... We'll see you. We'll see you then. Thank you so 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 much for joining us. Uh, until next week, take care to keep your business drier than yourself. <laughs>